And as I was going home one day, I noticed that there was machinery uh, moving dirt near the baseball park. And I asked Dad, I said, Daddy, what are they doing? He said, they're building a swimming pool. And I said, well, what in the world is a swimming pool? He said, well, they'll pour some cement and then they'll fill it up with water and you can go play. And so that was the building of the Honey Pie Swimming Pool. The Chicola Mill financed the pool as another form of recreation for its employees and their families, and it has been around for many generations. I remember when they was building the pool, a young, young boy, Daniel Construction Company built the pool. And they started building the pool in, in 1946. The mill owned the pool, the mill built the pool for its employees. So if you were employed at Chicola Mill, you were able to uh, go there and swim. The pool is an impressive structure. The dimensions on that pool is 150 foot long and 50 foot wide. It's the same as an Olympic pool, except for the if it didn't have a kiddie park broken in, you would have an Olympic pool. Also, that pool holds 350,000 gallons of water. It's got the, the deep end separated from the shallow end by a little concrete walk there, which is very nice to keep the people who cannot swim up here on one end and the people that can swim down here on the other end. The pool is now open for all residents of the area, but it wasn't always that way. Now as time went along, the mill started giving permission to the town of Honeypath that everyone can come swimming then, so if you lived in Honeypath, you could come. There was no charge for anybody to get in the pool when I was a lifeguard. Now that did change because we started selling uh, sort of ticket, if you will, or permission to come. It costs you one dollar for the entire summer. Many young people learn to swim at the pool. A boy pushed me off in the 10 foot area of the pool <coughs> and, and said, you don't have to swim or else. Well, I learned to swim right quick, right there. When I was about eight years old, a real good friend of mine by the name of Ray Hill taught me to swim. You know, because prior to that, you had to stay in the, we always called it a little part, in the shallow end. Uh, but once I learned to swim, then I could get over and deep in with everybody. The pool provided many hours of entertainment for the young people of the town. We just went in, we'd stand at the gate waiting on them to test the waters, and uh, they'd open the gate, and we'd go in. We'd have to go into the bathhouse and take a shower, not with soap, but just rinse off. And then we'd go stand on the edge of the pool, then one of the lifeguards would blow the whistle, and we could jump in. And we'd place things like alligator tags where you, uh, we would stand at one end of the pool and then somebody would uh, get in the water and we would dive in and we would have to try to make it past a certain point without getting tagged. They had a big high shoot to shoot up on the, down next to the kiddie pool. We used to slide down there and, um, and we'd, we'd just go over there and stay all. It was a long slide and it was fun, but you had to be careful because the water wasn't really deep. So if you went down on your tummy, you wanted to make sure you kind of went shallow. If you didn't, you might carry a skin on your nose because you might hit the bottom. Lifeguards were available to oversee the swimmers. My job was to protect people from swimming and my job was to protect people from injuring themselves or somebody else. Small kids would fall in the water over their head and couldn't swim so you could go in and help pull them out. 
you could actually help people learn how to swim. I never knew anybody that had any major type injuries because the lifeguards are real good about watching the children. They would blow the whistle. I mean, they were really good about it. Lifeguards protected the swimmers, but they also provided other services. Now, one of the things that we had to do with the swimming pool was keep it clean. Now, about once a month during the summer, we had to drain the pool, clean it a little bit, and put new water in. You had to swim to the very bottom, and they had two uh, drains there, about maybe 12 inches across, and you had to pull them up. If you're at the bottom of a 10-foot area, and you pull the drain out, all of a sudden, it's just sucking water down like crazy. And if you had a body part too close to that thing, it would suck your body part in. And you don't want to stay at the bottom of the pool for two days until it drains. When the mill closed down, the owners turned the pool over to the town and its recreation department. They donated the pool to the town of Honeypine and all the ball fields and all that, all that property was donated to the town of Honeypack. So we took it and there was a lot of them wanted me to fill the pool in because it cost so much to operate. It had too many fond memories to me and some other people in our town. The Honeypack Mayor and Town Council are determined to keep the pool open. A pool's a real expensive item to maintain and keep up. And we're fighting right now to try to keep the pool open even longer. Everybody in Honeypath does not own a swimming pool. Everybody in Honeypath now has the opportunity to come swimming at the pool. And everybody in Honeypath has the opportunity to come down there and get some exercise, learn how to swim, learn how to work with other people. So it's a great place to go and have fun and do things. So. I think it needs to be open as long as we possibly can. I just hope we can see this pool stay open for many, many years to come, for y'all's sakes and for y'all's children's sakes.